Welcome to Just Tickled Pink Podcast. I'm Tia Burns, and I have built a life on hope and faith. No matter what trials came my way and are still coming, I found ways to cope and survive. Each week, we will be sharing tangible, direct advice, or inspiring interviews with the same intentions. I share these stories and insights of grace and grit to cultivate hope and confidence in others so that they are free to become just tickled pink about life. Hello, hello, and welcome to my next episode with Just Tickled Pink. Today, I have a special treat for you, but first, I have a question. Have you ever dreamed of starting your own business? Maybe you have and count yourself among other entrepreneurs. Well, coming from experience of being a small business owner, I have found that sometimes we might find ourselves at a loss when we decide to build our presence online or maybe improve our marketing. And that is when we realize that we just might need a graphic designer. Oftentimes, I have been in such a hurry to get it done and just look for the cheapest, fastest way to get something out there and make it happen fast. That can be a huge mistake for your business, and I speak from experience of mistakes. Like our special guest, I am very creative and do what I can with what I have found to be helpful to speed up the process. It always comes out looking cute, but not professional. Have you ever tried to create your own logo? Maybe some business cards? I have always done my own through Zazzle, but I never knew how to create my brand. When I've done websites, let me tell you, after working with this graphic designer I'm about to introduce you to, it was such a load off my shoulders to have someone know how to put who I was into a brand. I appreciated her business ethics and how she picked my brain and found out who I was. She made the perfect site that would portray who I am, what I am wanting to do, and what I can do for you in my life coaching business. There really is something to be said about hiring a professional. When it comes to marketing tactics for your business, whether you are just starting from scratch or needing to revamp what you already have, you look for someone that will help you stay on top of your game. Graphic designs are such a powerful tool to create marketing material that will help attract and build a solid customer base. So on my journey to find the best version of me, I knew in order to make a difference and help others, I would need someone that knew what he or she was doing. I needed a more professional appearance when it came to marketing my blog and social media. So how did I find the right graphic designer for me? I did my research on the Google toolbar. What I like to do if I'm trying to find a company to help me with business cards or anything pertaining to marketing is search Google with a keyword like original business cards or cute blog templates. Once I get results, 
I then click on images. I find what I like visually and then research and inquire. So on this one particular day, I was researching my coach in Beachbody, Jatana Jackson, and she's amazing. She is my direct upline. I'm at the top of her third leg, so I knew I needed to get my rear in gear to help others. When I started this research, I had been doing Beachbody for a while, mainly for me. I admired Jatana and wanted to basically see visually, I'm a visual person, uh, where she started and where she is now. I watched her YouTube videos, looked at old posts, and that is when I came across her new site. I looked through it all and thought that I had never seen a site like this and felt this was more of my style. I went to the very bottom of her page and saw who the designer was for this site, and that is how I met our special guest. So without further ado, listen in as we talk about branding, storytelling, and overcoming adversity through magic making. Okay. I ate a sour patch kit. Okay. <laughs> you like sour patch kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. All so, right. So Charlotte Bunuel. I got it. Yeah. Yay! So your husband is French. Indeed. Yes. And some great things are getting ready to happen. Perhaps. Yes, he's actually in China right now. Is he really? Yeah. He, um, about a month ago, I guess, he went over to China for Q School, and it was the PGA Tour China series, mm -hmm. and finished Q School, which is qualifying school. Golf is extremely complicated, and he finished third, and so he's on that tour this year, and he'll be over in China for three weeks, and then home for three weeks. And during those three weeks that he's over there, he'll play three tournaments. So, wow. That's yeah. Exciting. Do you get to see him much? I mean, like, do you FaceTime and stuff? Oh, every day. Yeah. 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 Every yeah. morning he eats breakfast with me and my cat, Yoshi. Oh. <laughs> because he, he's actually in bed going to sleep at that time, which oh. is really awkward. They are 13 hours ahead. Mm -hmm. So it's very odd. <laughs> But you get used to it. Yeah. So that's probably giving you a lot of time, you know, to get work done, huh? I know. Absolutely. it's yeah. yeah. I'm definitely in this, like, growth phase, this, like, flow state phase where I have a lot of plates up in the air spinning. Uh -huh. And mm -hmm. I just tend to operate better that way. Like, it's either let's have it all in the air at once or none at all. So the fact that he has gone for three weeks gives me a really great period to make some serious moves for my business. So oh, that's really good. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. So tell me a little bit about yourself and what made you get into this line of work? Well, I was raised in a really small town in Texas. Um, it was called Merkel, Texas, mm -hmm. and it's a town of like two or 3000 people. And normally, like if you go back there, it's all the same people that were there before. <laughs> it's just small town vibes. So yeah. um, 
I was raised there and then I moved about 30 minutes away and I went to Abilene Christian University and that's where I met my husband Cyril. Um, he had gotten a golf scholarship and came over from France and so we met there and then after we graduated, I graduated with a degree in business marketing mm -hmm. and he graduated with a degree in business management. Um, we moved to the Metroplex, Dallas-Fort Worth area in Texas and he pursued his golf career obviously and i went to work for state farm um while i was in college i got a job working at state farm as like a filing papers and stuff and uh -huh. that led to me getting my insurance licenses and selling insurance so then once i graduated college i moved up to the metroplex because the number one state farm agent in the nation is in the Metroplex in Texas. So I started working for him and I was number one salesperson within six months. Wow. I, I don't want to be an agent. So what am I doing here? So I kind of um, started exploring other job opportunities, I guess you could say. And I um, got a job as the chief marketing officer of a financial planning and money management firm. And that's where I really got my experience with branding okay. because they allowed me to come into their firm and split up their clientele into niches. So they had a lot of oil and gas clients. Then they had a lot of veterinarians. Then they have a lot of special needs um, clients, like special need families who have children with special needs. Mm -hmm. And so, we split those up into like three different divisions within the firm and we branded them out completely. Like they had their own logo and everything. So that was really exciting. And that got my juices flowing and like that turned me on, you know, like I really yeah. liked it. So, um, and then I, in the meantime, me and my husband got engaged. He proposed under the Eiffel tower, which is French, like he should right <laughs> right <laughs> but, um and I was getting in shape for my wedding so I started Beachbody mm -hmm. I started doing Pio and then obviously that turned into me becoming a coach and I would also go to this fitness studio all the time and at one one day I go in and the owner of the fitness studio tells me, Hey, you're really good at making your graphics for your challenge group and stuff that you're, you're working on. Can I pay you to make them for my fitness studio? Oh my gosh. And so like, I've always been a very creative person and someone who just like figures it out. I like to do crafts and art and all of those things. So, um, the, the graphic design part of it just kind of came naturally. I don't have any training except stuff I've trained myself to do right and, but I do have a mind for marketing obviously right and I have education there so um, all of that combined with my sales experience and my marketing degree and then just my creativity had led me to doing this and I was like yeah please pay me to do that that would be amazing <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know that existed but sure and then after I made some graphics for her uh, her upline coach heard about me, the coach above her, mm -hmm. and she used me to make a 28-day devotional. And this girl was Mindy Lawhorn, and she's sort of big time in Beachbody. And then after that, word got out to the number one coach in the network, Janelle Summers, 
and she contacted me and I made cover photos and a logo and stuff for her. And she shared my information on a YouTube video and then it exploded. Wow. So I, at this point I've helped about 600 different entrepreneurs, small businesses, the majority of them being MLM mm -hmm. or uh, Beachbody, obviously Rodin and Fields, um, Advocare, all of the MLMs, they, they tend to, like once one person hears about me, I get quite a few others. Um, and it just exploded and I've worked with about five or 600 of them at this wow. point to build their brands. That's However, amazing. none of that really happened. Like backtrack to girl asked me to make graphics for a fitness studio. Shortly after that, I got pulled over after meeting with somebody who had actually just purchased some Beachbody stuff from me, like underneath me. So I was meeting with her at the country club across the street from our, our, where we lived at the time. It was like literally 400 yards. And we had a couple drinks and we had dinner. Then we went back to her house, which was like a mile from where I lived. And I had a couple glasses of wine. I'm driving home, get pulled over, handcuff, go to jail. Oh my goodness. Wow. And so I got that DWI and I was in $30,000 of credit card debt. My job found out about the DWI and with them managing billion dollars of assets, they can't have somebody working there with a record. Oh man. I fired from my job. And so I find myself unemployed in this debt and everyone just looking at me saying pretty much thinking like what are you doing like my family and my husband and like what are you gonna do right but the whole time that was happening i was just thinking just watch you'll see it's gonna be fine yeah and that was just sort of my attitude i was almost naive to the fact of how how deep the shit was that I was in. You know what I mean? Right, right. So um, I just kind of ignored it and was like, well, I'm not staying here in this low slump. Like, no, I'm, I'm not staying here. So it's going to be okay. Like, I've just always kind of had that positive prerogative. Mm -hmm. life. And so I started working my business seriously. And I, I really like to think that that was God's way of pushing me off the tree branch saying, go fly. Right. Like, that's why all of that happened because we even got my blood test back for my DWI. It came back under the legal limit. And I that don't know. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. It, it's all crazy because the guy that pulled me over, he got fired a few months later for. Oh my goodness. So wow. I don't know. It was just yeah. a God thing. It really was a God thing. It's saying, go, you can do this. Because yeah. I wouldn't have like taken it as seriously as I did had I not had to. But I managed to bring in $6,000 my first um, month, which was like November. The next month I brought in about eight or 9,000 in December. Wow. And then January, starting in January, I consistently brought in 10 grand or more a month. So- Wow. So how it, long after you yeah. got this DWI, how long was it before you started the GB graphics? No, the GB graphics was going. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like whenever that girl asked me to make graphics for the fitness studio, I had started like figuring out how to put this business together. Gotcha. What is the name? What is this? What is that? And getting my uh, LLC registration and all of that. Like I had created a real business, but I thought it was going to be a side hustle. Yeah. But it really quickly became a real thing. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That is so awesome.
And I, I just, I really love it because, and I think it took me getting to that really deep, dark place to realize what I was made of. And also it's, it, that experience has helped me help so many others. Yeah. So, yeah. So when it comes to graphic designing, being a graphic designer, what are your sources of inspiration for your design work? What do you find? I really like the fact that I've traveled the world with my husband. So my husband played on the European tour uh, for a couple of years and we got to travel the world like Mauritius, Madeira, um, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, you name it. I mean, he's in China right now. I've never been to China, but it, it, I, I like to take little pieces from all of the different experiences and cultures that I've had the pleasure to, you know, experience. And I really like Pinterest. Like when it comes to graphics specifically, I, I love Pinterest. You can go there, type in anything and get tons of inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to have a website called uh, Pinspiring Hearts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, I know like with the, what you said over 600, you've had over 600 clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do you ever find challenges you face with, you know, the design process? Absolutely. Like sometimes I I've learned to manage it and guide my clients better to making decisions but i have had a couple clients that they just cannot make a decision and they just keep wanting to change things and i feel like that's a resistance on their part that i have to help them get past because they're not allowing themselves to move forward with their business and their their whole idea because they're afraid so therefore they're putting this resistance up against the design process so it's not done yet because right. once it's done, then they have to go, you know, then right. they have to do the things. Mm -hmm. and That's so, kind of like what I went through. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. You, you have no idea. You were not anywhere near that. Like, okay. <laughs> I've had clients sit on stuff for eight months, like just sitting on it. And it's just a resistance. One of my favorite books is The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Uh -huh. And in that book, he speaks a lot about resistance. And it's just, it's, that's my all-time favorite book. If I recommend one book for y'all to read. Yeah. Okay. Why uh, should those that are listening um, and are wanting to hire a graphic designer consider hiring GB Graphics? Why would they consider hiring you? They, because they like my work. <laughs> yeah, your work is awesome. <laughs> no, more so like in comparison to other graphic designers you could hire. There's, there's a lot of great designers out there. And there's also a lot of great options in terms of Fiverr or Upwork. And, you know, the designers that are, are over in the Philippines and a lot cheaper if you find the right one, they'll do good work. I'm not saying that there's no good designers on Fiverr or Upwork because that would be a lie. However, you do get what you pay for. And even though that's cheaper, are they having your, 
I guess people would hire me if they're wanting to create a brand that truly reflects them and like go a little deeper than just the visual aspects of it. A brand is more than just the visual aspects of it. I believe it's like what it, what's the meaning behind it? What does it make your audience feel like there's so much more marketing behind the logo and the design of things than, than you really pay attention to because it's an experience. Like whenever your client sees your, whenever, whenever not a client, whenever a prospect sees a logo for the first time, that's representing you. Right. That's their very first impression of you. Mm-hmm. So I like to take it deep like that in terms of, let me reword that. <laughs> <laughs> I like to go in depth with my clients to really understand who they are, what they're trying to accomplish and why. Yeah. And then create something to truly represent that. Yeah. I know you talked a lot about branding and on your website, you have something called the Branding Academy. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. um, The Academy is something that I worked Oh, I filmed it four different times. We ran into technical difficulties. So that was a big project of mine that I started shortly after, like probably a year and a half into my business because I was just exploding way too fast. And I wanted to be able to share this branding knowledge and expertise and advice and tips with with as many people as possible. And I'm only one person. I only have so many hours in the day. And at the time I was working 18 to 20 hours every single day for over a year. It was just insane. And so I created the Academy as a way to provide that knowledge to the masses. And it has been extremely helpful for a lot of people that have gone through it. Um, the, the secret to it is just pressing play and actually going through it. Exactly. Yeah. That's what people struggle doing. However, if I'm being totally honest, I prefer the one-on-one clients yeah. because I actually know their feedback. I know what their struggle is and I can help them solve that. That's good. Whereas the other is more of the blanket approach. Here's my tactics and strategies. I hope they work for you. But then I'm just thinking, but what if they don't like we can find another way and figure it out, Mm -hmm. but it's, so it's an interesting dynamic. I really do like the Academy for those that can't maybe afford to work with me one-on-one. Right. Um, It's a, it's another option that will help propel their businesses forward. Yeah. So where, where do you see yourself? How long have you been doing this right now? How long have you been? About five years. Five years. So where do you see yourself five years from now with your business? This is an interesting question because it's something I've put a lot of thought into. I was listening to Rachel Hollis the other day and she talks about the 10, 10, one. So imagine yourself 10 years from now. Yeah. And come up with 10 dreams that you imagine for yourself in those 10 years. Yeah. And then pick one that you can focus on and make it happen today. Right. And so the one thing I picked out of my dream lifestyle 10 years from now, which I know you asked for five, but is to have a stationary line, have an office supply slash stationary line. Because I'm really into paper. I always have been. I like working with my hands. That is one 
thing as a graphic designer that has been interesting for me to to cope with is being stuck behind a computer. I'm not a hermit. I'm very outgoing. I'm not, I don't like just being at home alone behind my computer. I want to work with my hands. I want to get messy and, you know, not that making office supplies, I won't be making them obviously, but that's been a project that I've started focusing on and getting the first product of the line, like figured out. And it's just something exciting to look forward to. So I definitely, and that's something I envision having out there in five years is my office supply slash stationary line still working. It's in the very beginning stages. Yeah. Yeah. But as, as far as the graphic design part of it and the branding part of it, I think I'll continue to work with clients one-on-one and hopefully just continue to grow and, and help impact and, and give confidence and clarity to, to my clients. That's and awesome. So many entrepreneurs out there because they're making magic happen and I'm motivating them and inspiring them to do so. Yeah, giving the vehicle. I'm giving them that boost to go do it. Yeah. I know you've really helped me. That's for sure. Um, I'm really blessed to have found you for sure. I mean, we really hit it off. We're so much alike. So much. (laughs) But, um, so did we go over what GB Graphics has to offer their clients yet? I mean, I know you've said a lot already. so I do branding, graphic design, business consulting, um, marketing consulting, and website design. Okay. And some logos, like that's in graphic design. I make a lot of graphics. So graphic design is kind of like an umbrella over social media graphics, Facebook ads, cover photos, custom logos, website design, all of those things. And to be able to see, uh, you know, like all that you've done or, you know, some of the things that you're really proud of, you have a portfolio on your website. Yes, I do. Okay. But the inst- on Instagram, my highlights are more up to date than that portfolio. <laughs> okay. And what is your Instagram? At GB graphics, G R A P H I X. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, um, is that the best way for someone to get a hold of you? if they want to hire you to do their designs? Um, or go to my website, gbgraphics.com. Okay. All righty. Is there anything else that you would want others to, to know about you or your business? I guess just to, if you are wanting to do something or you have something in the back of your mind that you'd like to do, but you just imagine that, there's no possible way I could ever do that. I have three kids and I am so busy. I don't even get time to like take a bath for myself. Like how am I ever going to go after that crazy dream? That's just crazy. So then it just kind of, that idea floats away. But if, if you have something you want to do, I really encourage you to think about it a little more intentionally and consider what you could do to make that happen because it's so important to, to, have something that fulfills you yourself, like self-care. It, it's a version of self-care. It's, a, it's like you have to fill your cup first, otherwise you can't fill anybody else's. So if you, if you really want to feel like you're fulfilled in life, you know, 
go after those crazy audacious dreams and, and don't look back, like do it for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's decent. And start it out as a side hustle. Like don't quit your job. I mean, unless you already know that it's going to work or you get fired from your job like I did. <laughs> Give it but look. sometimes, you know, like I think I got in that situation because that's the only way I would have taken it to the next level. But start small and just do little things every single day to get yourself further to reaching your potential. And I don't think we ever reach our potential. I think we're constantly learning and growing. And as we grow, then we develop, you know, a higher potential. Yeah. So. That's so awesome. Um, I know one of the goals um, for hiring a graphic designer um, is to find one that will make, you know, valuable contributions and become an integral part of the business for years to come. So um, once somebody works with you and the design is complete, you're always there, right? Or is it, is it done and over with? No, yeah. of course I'm always there. Like yeah. that, that's something like I, we brought that to life together. It's like our baby. Yeah. <laughs> like we had a baby together. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, it is a creation that both of us have definitely contributed to. So it's something special that I share with my clients. It's like an exciting, special moment. Like, wow, look at, it's done. It's there. But of course I'm always there to, to edit whatever needs to be edited or provide them a little advice on how to create graphics moving forward. Right. All of those things. Yeah. Cause we're constantly growing. Yeah. And um, I think clients come to me and be like, my brand has completely changed. I need your help. Mind mapping, you know, my look moving forward. I still like my logo, but I've kind of switched directions. So what do I do? I definitely right. deal with situations like that. Okay. Well, I've said it, um, I've said it to you and I've said it to everyone. So I'm just going to say it again. You're awesome. And you're an amazing designer. And I absolutely love my uh, new blog. Um, it's just ticklepink.net. And um, if you are seriously considering hiring a great designer, I would definitely tell them to, to seek you out. So I just want to thank you for allowing me to interview you and for you to be able to share your business and who you are and what you can do to help others. And I just think you're amazing. Oh, thank you so much. And I, I love everything we've created for you in this podcast. I can't wait to see it explode and people come back and listen to this as like one of the very first episodes. I know. Right? Oh, wow. They've definitely enhanced <laughs> what they're doing, but yeah. hopefully this little first, first ish podcast provides yeah. some little golden nuggets for people to take away. As always, I share these stories and insights of grace and grit to cultivate hope and confidence in others. 
Charlotte and I would love to hear from you. We talked about a lot of good stuff today and we are curious, what is the biggest insight you are taking away? And most importantly, how will you cultivate it into action today? Let us know what makes you tickled pink about this episode. So leave a comment below. Y'all remember that all the magic happens on my blog at justticklepink.net. So head on over there and be sure to subscribe to my email list so that you can become a Just Tickled Pink Insider. You will get instant access to some exclusive content and special giveaways and some personal updates from me that I don't share anywhere else. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on Just Tickled Pink. Toodles.